Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know there is so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens to build a truly inclusive industry. In these diversity, equity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, The Talent Surgery, The Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through LinkedIn or on my email, nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to our groundbreaking short series, The Maternity and Paternity Stories of Fintech. We aim to tell the real journeys the men and women of Fintech have embarked on when starting or further growing their families. Today in the world of Fintech, more and more companies are realizing how important it is to have people-first attitudes. And this is a previously unexplored avenue of that. We are here to learn how we can better support our people and share great ideas. And today we've got Derek Dixon, Relationship Manager, Financial Institutions and Trade Sales for Ghana International Bank. Now, Ghana International Bank is a bank with a difference. They combine extensive experience in the London financial markets with deep connections across multiple African countries and industries. Derek is a corporate banking professional offering a diverse range of solutions in business strategy, operational resilience, business transformation, and relationship management. Having recently started his family after a number of challenges, he is here today to share his professional and personal journey. So Derek, welcome. It's brilliant to have you here. Fantastic. I'm so pleased to be here, Nadia. Thanks for having me. So look, let's start with your post on LinkedIn. So I was forwarded by a previous guest on this very podcast. In that right. post, you shared a personal paternity journey with your professional network. I'm really excited for you to share with the audience what in fact you posted. Sure. I guess in order to give it a bit of context, my, my wife and I got married 10 years ago. And um, I remember actually during our wedding day, I stood up and I said, you know what, we were going to have triplets <laughs> and everybody was cheering and people were excited. But we tried um, having children for the best part of maybe six months after. So we tried straight away and we recognized that, you know, it wasn't happening. So we carried out some checks and then we discovered it will be quite a challenge for us to have children. And so for the best part of nine years or for the past 10 years, should I say, we kept trying, uh, we kept doing different things, um, you know, going through procedures, um, you know, taking all sorts of advice that we could get both from professionals and, you know, friends alike. Um, and, you know, they never seemed to really come together until uh, this year, you know, where we discovered that uh, my wife fell pregnant earlier this year. In October, just gone, um, we gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. Well, and congratulations. So, what a great, great, great you. bit of news. Thank you so much. I mean, so when, when, when that actually happened, um, I, I, I basically um, I'm very huge on um, being able to relate to people on a personal level, even be it in a professional setting. 
And um, there was just a few reasons why I decided I wanted to share that on, on a professional network. Um, you know, I recognized that during the workplace, there were loads of people that were quite guarded. Um, a lot of people seemed to have agendas. A lot of people were very, um, very straight-faced. Um, and I never really quite understood why that was. Um, and so I just wanted to do a few things, just use my professional or my personal journey to inspire people professionally. Um, because I learned a few lessons along the way. And there were three main lessons um, that I shared on my LinkedIn post. And one of them was the month-on-month rejections that we experienced in our marriage. You know, in trying, you recognized that, you know, you would hope month in, month out, you would continue trying. And, you know, your wife comes up to you and says, you know, it didn't happen this month. And that was really tough for us to take. Um, but what I learned from that was, you know, even in, in my place of, of or in my profession, um, deal making works the same way. Some deals go through month on month. You'll be working on some deals up until the ninth month or, you know, for a couple of years and then they break down. Um, and so that was one. The other thing was uh, trying different things. You know, um, you try one route, it doesn't work. You try another, you know, uh, whether you're taking medicine here and there, whether you're getting professional advice uh, from, you know, doctors. And that also taught me that change was inevitable, you know, in business. Um, that, you know, especially even in these times, you know, businesses have to change the way that they were operating. And so that was another one I wanted to share. And then finally, I, I talked about, you know, having to show up um, despite the challenges, you know, when you're supposed to be going in for um, your, your meetings or when you're supposed to be turning up for presentations, whatever it is, deal making irrespective of how you feel emotionally, you still have to turn up and you still have to deliver. And uh, that builds a certain level of resilience within you. And so I share these things and I, I just basically use that to encourage people just to say, listen, I've never really understood how we could leave our personal lives separate from our professional lives. Um, and Nadia, as you can imagine, um, within 24 hours, you know, yeah, I've been viewed by over a million people. And my inbox up until today is still going um, with people sharing their personal stories and their personal journeys. So that was quite simply the heart behind what I did. Mm. And do you know what? It's so important that, you know, that you've shared that heart behind what you did and those lessons that, that really framed like who you are from a professional point of view, because, you know, you speak about people being guarded in the workplace with agendas and walls between people. Mm. And I know that one thing that you're driving towards is breaking down those barriers for the good of everyone and their success in business. So explain a bit more around that. Sure. I think, um, I think with with regards to that, I I can actually, uh, for my personal experience, what I've realized is that, my personal experience, being able to share openly my personal experience helped people to break down their barriers. And so I've had countless um, instances where um, those that were supposedly quite guarded and boarded off um, really broke down when I was able to sort of, they saw the person behind the professional. And um, I have been really, really um, intentional about my journey thus far. And so I, I, I recognize that, you know, the relationships have been changed. You know, if you're getting somebody to even do something for you or, or help you with the task at work, when you have a personal relationship, it goes beyond, it makes things a lot more easier. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the things that I would like uh, professionals within our environment to really recognize 
is being able to to open up about certain things that go go beyond just their professional um, the professional lives. Because you know we we are who who we are, right? Um, what what we exactly. are at home, and there may be different sides of us for sure. And I really you know respect and relate to that. But I think the way mm. that you've spoken about your personal resilience, and I really felt what you said about you know hearing bad news, but still turning up every day and achieving a lot and affecting what you're achieving. It's um, mm. th- that in itself is a skill set that you have to build upon and learn. So it's really important mm. that you're sharing that. Before we move on, tell us a bit more about what your role actually is right now and what that entails. Sure. So my current role is actually a hybrid of a sort of management slash program management and also relationship management. So currently, uh, part of my relationship management role uh, involves, you know, maintaining a portfolio, looking after a portfolio of uh, financial um, institutions. And so that means whether it's introducing new products to them Um, whether it's answering their day-to-day queries that they may have with regards to the products that we've introduced them to. Um, Part of the role as well involves uh, participating in what we call the market risk agreements, which basically is a pool of investors that come together to buy risk. Um, And, you know, my role is heavily involved in in being able to uh, get those deals over the line. Um, and then uh, another aspect of it is also the development of, of new uh, products and, and um, being able to introduce our counterparties and our financial institutions to these products. Now, on the project management side of things, which was from my previous role, um, I basically now am responsible for you know, ensuring that governance is in place for every sort of change function across, across my particular team at the moment. And so be it a new product, um, whether there's a, an introductory, introductory product that we want to put on the market, um, we look at um, how we monitor, I'll be responsible for monitoring through to being able to identify the risks and mitigating them. And so that's the combination and the sort of a summary of what my role entails at the moment. And it's really good to hear that because you've actually spoken about having quite a, or an extremely unorthodox journey to get to this point. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that it's really powerful to share journeys like that because, you know, lots of people will hear what your job is right now and they won't mm. know how they can get there. So can you share, share with us this unorthodox journey, as you call it? <laughs> I can indeed, Nadia. So I, I initially um, started working with the Financial Ombudsman Service, first they call it. I was working as an adjudicator uh, for the best part of three years, and that involved um, financial investigation, so within the banking sector and, um, and the like. Now, I think there was an introduction of the IR35 scheme by the government, um, which then meant that, you know, I had to start looking at um, a, a retrain. And so um, I, I, I looked out for what I could possibly do going forward. And I came across project management, uh, Prince2. So I, I basically studied for my Prince2 certificate. So I did my foundation and then the practitioner courses. Um, and then I began to look for roles within this area. But it wasn't until a uh, colleague of mine said, you know what, I have heard of this opening um, in, in banking proper that could be a good fit for you. So I said, yes, I, I, um, I'll, be, I'll be pleased. So I shared my CV and I was invited in for an interview. And, um, 
that is really how I got my foot within uh, this environment. Um, I didn't sit down and have a five-year plan like you know most people that we know do. Um, although that's brilliant, but but for my for for my journey, it's been weaving in from one place to another. Um, when I when I joined the bank, I actually joined the trade finance side of the bank, and so I was involved a lot. I I was given the opportunity to be able to uh, work on on uh, a uh, a particular desk that involved initi initiating collections being because Ghana International Bank is actually the main collection agent for the Ghana Cocoa Board. And so um, I was involved in that project for about a year. And then an opportunity arose uh, for one of our main core banking systems to be upgraded. Um, and so I was called in uh, to the office by our deputy CEO and COO and uh, was asked, based on your project management experience, are you going to be able to take this on? And I said, I, I, I will be more than happy to take this on. And so I uh, worked on that project. And when we went live with that project, um, they decided, the bank actually decided that a change function would actually be really essential for the progress of projects. And so then I was, I was moved from that team to actually be part of the team that started the project management function of the bank. And so we built that project management function uh, for about a year, year and a half. And uh, another project came up, which was the upgrade of our website. And um, I got to work with one of our senior managers who then introduced me to this particular role that I'm in now. And so that my journey has not just been uh, one stage. It's just been so many different areas, but I find that everywhere I go, um, I do something that enables a door to open and then I move into that. And that's sort of how my journey has been so far. I think that's the key thing for me, um, because when you first spoke me through this journey, this journey of your mm. career, there's so many avenues, there's so many bits of experience that you, that's it right. seems to me that you've just grabbed them with both hands. And you could look at this and think, you know, people have given you the opportunities, whereas actually mm. I look at this and I think you have made an opportunity for yourself with every instance that you, that's been put in front of you. Um, so I just want you to tell us a bit more about the opportunities that have opened up for you around the way that you look at them and this sort of can-do attitude of yours, because I think that's the sort of thing that I'd love more people to associate with themselves in their careers, to give things a chance. I, I think you make some really good points there, Nadia. And um, there's two things actually that have really helped me on my journey, two things I really learned early on. And that was that you work as though you're working for your next role. That was one thing that I learned very early in my career. And secondly, I also understood that every day was an interview. Um, because of that mindset that I had, um, as I was mentioning earlier, um, during, the, uh, during my upgrade project with the website, um, I worked very closely with this senior manager who saw uh, the, the, the pace at which we were able to uh, take this uh, upgrade live. You know, we have been working on it, or they have been working on it for the past three years. And uh, within 12 months of getting me on the project, we went live with it. And so um, this kind of attitude is what, as you rightly said, has opened quite a number of doors. And um, I think that uh, one of the things that is important as well is that being able to probe and being able to communicate um, has helped me a lot um, because the role that I find myself in now was because I had uh, conversations with senior managers. And um, I remember one of the conversations I had 
um, I was told, listen, if you really want to push forward in your career, look at three main areas of the business. And so that's what really helped me. And I looked at these areas. Treasury was one of them. Risk was another. And then client coverage where I'm, where I'm at now. Um, and so because of this communication channels that I kept open, uh, both with senior management and my colleagues, um, they, 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 they have informed my journey. And every time that I've uh, been given setting cues, I follow them up and I'm quite diligent with the way that I, I, I go about it. So that's, that's one thing I like to say in relation to that. I think that's super powerful and amazing for people to hear because they can take that away and implement that Mm. into their own career. Like I absolutely love how you said every day is an interview because you're always putting yourself in front of other people that, that will be deciding factors and what opportunities are put your way in the future. And they're they're going to remember you for the reasons you give them to remember you. And I think Mm. it's so powerful that you are giving real examples of how you've driven forward your career despite the adversity you were going through in your personal life and the challenges um, to to have a baby and with all of this in mind what I love to ask towards the end of these podcasts is around the advice that you would give to the fintech community on why Mm. company culture is so important in supporting staff and supporting staff in their careers and I know we've been talking about this throughout the whole of the podcast but in terms of your advice for people to do more, what would it be? So I think one thing that is quite clear now is that a lot of employees actually know their worth now. And so it's important for employers to be flexible enough and to be able to open avenues to enable employers or employees to actually express themselves a lot more. I think there has to be that kind of um, cohesion on both sides. You find a lot of organizations and because of the stiffness, you lose so much talent within a very short period of time. You know, I've seen that on a senior management level and I've also seen that on a, on, on a very uh, lower level. And so I think um, the, the, the earlier or the quicker the community recognizes that flexibility is absolutely key and everybody's um, situation is actually to be treated on an individual basis, I think the better it will be for the community. Mm. I think that's, that's brilliant advice. Um, and you're, you're so right. Without this, you lose talent. We'll lose talent from the yeah. industry. You'll lose talent from your that's businesses. Right. And then my final question to you, Derek, you've just gone through this wonderful, wonderful time in your life of, of becoming a father. Having gone through that yourself with everything that was involved in it, what do you think the fintech community can do more to support working people through this transition into parenthood? I think, I think there has to be real good listening by the community. I think, I think the community can start by creating forums to enable people to talk about pre and post their journeys, because I think it's important. And every journey sort of poses its challenges and its risks. And the, the, the more the community is able to open up these forums that enable people to um, express themselves and take these on and, and make their organizations better, I think that that would be key. I haven't seen many environments where there is a real and intentional listening by the organization from the perspective of you know, a father or a mother that's planning um, to have a family. Because Nadia, you, you may be able to relate to this, but it takes a lot uh, out of you. From a father's perspective, from a mother's perspective, um, I think it's, it's huge. 
And um, sometimes we, we're not told about the changes enough. And, um, you know, if, if only our organizations understood uh, this journey, it would help them to also put certain things in place to enable us to give the best that we can, even through this transition. So helpful. And Derek, the whole of this podcast has been brilliant to hear your, your personal journey. And that's for the good of this professional environment. And I think that's what's really stood out. Um, your can-do attitude has opened up so many opportunities for you. And I think that you will have inspired a lot of people listening to this at all levels, because it's not just relevant at the beginning of your career. All of us at whatever mm level we are within our careers will want will want something next and I think the way that you've communicated everything that you've done has been just super inspiring so thank you for being you and sharing all of that honest and personal story on the maternity and paternity stories of fintech thank you for having me Nadia it's been a wonderful time and uh, I hope to continue to inspire more people <laughs>